0: Welcome to Pullin Weeds, a podcast of the Carolinas GCSA. Opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the people on the podcast and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association or any of its sponsors.
1: Hey everyone, this is Daryl Ewing, Chairman for Rounds for Research in the Carolinas. It's that time of year again, time to get your donations in for Rounds for Research. Last year, We as an association raised over $75,000, and this year we are aiming for significantly more. Since the program's inception in 2009, we have funded essential research projects at NC State and Clemson. So go to roundsforresearch.com and donate a round or two today. Don't delay. The auction starts April 24th. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in Pulling Weeds, a podcast of the Carolina's Golf Course Superintendents Association, where Tim and his ADHD are going to have real trouble here today because we are on the trade show floor at CTS 23 with none other than Mr. Jim Huntoon. Jim, welcome in. Thank you, Tim. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. And one of our all-time favorite members who is no longer in state, Mr. Tom Taylor. Thanks for having me, Tim. Tom, first distraction, I'm staring at Brian Powell, our past president. Brian, when are you coming on the podcast? Just kidding. He's walking over, but he can't be interrupted. We just want to know when you're going to come on the podcast sometime. Never? Don't want him.
0: I'm just like the podcast.
1: Perfect, perfect Brian will do the sign language podcast But until
0: then, we've got Tom Taylor Tom, tell everybody where you are these days What course are you in? Uh, I'm at the Wanamaker course at PGA Golf Club In Port St. Lucie, Florida Okay, PGA Golf Club Correct That's not PGA National It is not So you've got the three golf courses? We have three golf courses on the property You have the Die, the Rider, and the Wanamaker Rider Who designed that one? Tom Fazio Gotcha Probably the worst of the three? It's the... Well, the Wanamaker and the Ryder are both Fazio courses, and the Die is a Pete Die. so... That makes um, sense. Nice. Um, what took you down there, Tom? Well, a, uh, the superintendent who hired me to move to South Carolina uh, became the director of agronomy at PJ Golf Club about three years ago, and uh, about a year after he got there, he had an opening as uh, his first superintendent on the Wanamaker, and he... Kind of asked my interest and see if I wanted to apply, and wanted to see if I wanted a new opportunity. So I said, "Why not?"
1: So you were one of those guys that I talked to at class about relocation and the importance of it and growing your career. You have to almost sometimes to find that opportunity, don't you?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, it was one of those opportunities for me where I was like, you know, just kind of like me moving to South Carolina is like one of those things where I was like, oh, do I do it or not? I mean, granted, for me to move to South Carolina was for a girl, uh, oh, primarily. No, no, no. Let's, we'll get to that. Th- this was a little bit different. Uh, this was, I think, for a career move, and I think it was something to help me out in the future. Jim, you jumping
1: in here, or do you want me to start with the, uh, the standard background attire here? I'm here for you, Tim. I'm going to jump in when I feel the need, but you just take it. Go with it. I know you being from close to myrtle beach a little south of there not quite myrtle beach you might have some some history with mr taylor and work that y'all might have done together or meeting so absolutely tom right. and i uh, worked uh i was at heritage when tom was at uh, river club and tradition and tradition so we uh yeah we were in the same neck of the woods together for a while all right well let's go back to the beginning then tom you're from canada right uh long island you know it's close, <laughs> close. enough close enough It's north of Virginia, the way we look at it down in the Carolinas. Um, So you grew up there, Long Island. Yep, I grew up on Long Island. I just have to pause there every time you say that. It's like, man, I don't really know what to say to anybody from New York. But um, (laughs) no, all jokes aside, how long were you there? Uh, My first 30
0: years of life. 30. I didn't realize you were... Okay. So yeah, yeah. what did you study in school? Uh, I, I went to Rutgers. I got my turf degree from there. Okay. Um, at normal age, like 18 to 22? Yeah. Or you, you went I, to got, I graduated I about 23, but... Okay.
1: So it wasn't like second career life or anything, nope. going back to school. Like you went straight to turf school.
0: No, I didn't go straight to turf school. I originally was going to school for uh, fire science at uh, in Connecticut, and then I was always working the golf course I grew up on and I kind of kind of sort of the thing for Rutgers, and I was like oh I can apply why not it's something different and sure enough so applied, a marketing pamphlet actually worked
1: it sure did so a piece of paper actually worked that was printed yeah now, y'all this was 20 something years ago right it was about well, 2003 uh, okay close enough 20 yeah oh yeah, yeah 20, 20 years ago you're getting old dude <laughs> all right so.
0: Fire science? Fire science. Like uh, to be a fireman? Fireman or uh, arson investigation or something along those lines. Was uh, your dad a firefighter? No, I just had a lot of friends that were in the fire department and so I was like, hey, why not? Let's try it out. I volunteered in the fire department and all that. So, kind of so you s- did? Yep.
1: That was going to be my next question. I mean, I, I'm no like firemen was like one of the cool things growing up. Like,
0: oh, I was a lot of military, out, Brad. I, I, like, I, that's what we wanted to be. You know, I did it even in when I moved to Myrtle Beach. I continued it with Horry County as a volunteer and um, kind of did both things, the golf and that and when I was free and you know. Okay, what's the worst situation you've ever been called into? Uh, Can you talk about it? No, there. I mean, there's some, there's some. You know, you always get those motorcycle accidents that are never good, but...
1: I saw one on a deep dive on the Twitter machine the other night, and, like, there were two people on crossing the road, and at the end of the video, there was only one person on the road, and, you know, it was motorcycle-related, but that's the scariest thing yeah. out there. That's why I'll never ride one, but... Anyhow, do you ride motorcycles? I do not. No. Yeah, okay, good guy.
0: Probably a wise move. <laughs> my, my mother-in-law is a ER nurse. Uh, so she, she told me if I was to ever to get a motorcycle, I have to get a tattoo on my forehead that says DNR. So, wow. so Wow. so wow. Uh, And that doesn't have anything to do with the South Carolina <laughs> Department of Natural Resources, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. It was a career change thing. All right. So question. What did you do after Rutgers? Uh, I worked at Atlantic Golf Club in Bridgehampton on the east end of Long Island. That's in Canada? Close. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, then after there, I went to uh, St. George's, which is a little bit closer to where I grew up, in Brook, New York, and then um, Nissaquag, which is right next door. Yep. And then uh, while that, while I was at Nissaquag, I started dating uh, my now wife, and she was at Coastal Carolina University. How do you meet? Like, I mean, you're in she's New from York. York. She's from Long Island. She's from, oh, okay. she's from my town. And, and she ended up going to Coastal? Mm-hmm. She was an education major, and um, she told me very bluntly while we were dating that um, she wasn't moving back to New York, so it was one of those... Uh, How do you feel about that? I'd do you like, miss it? Yes and no. I, whenever I go back, I actually hate it. Yeah. It's so busy. It's so crowded. It's just... It's, it's not the same. Um, do you think the people are the same? Oh, I'm sure they are.
1: Like, I mean, like you don't experience anything different. Like some of us that are from the South or people from the South go up North, they have nah, not always the best experiences. People aren't as friendly. No, and I didn't know if you'd notice the difference after living down here.
0: No, they're about the same. They're the same they, they were when I left. It was, just, it, was just, it was just, you know, I got so used to that. It. It's been 10 years now. It's like, yeah. So you I go could, back, it's hectic because I try to see everybody everybody grew up with and all that and I don't have time to see everybody
1: because you're limited just like any other superintendent right you're getting either three day or five day or seven day one of your two weeks off you're having to take to go do and
0: yeah I mean actually being down here I have a little bit more time off more or less I mean I got plenty of vacation time to use so I try to use it when I can but you know now it's just more family trips. Well,
1: and y'all being a big Disney family, I can't imagine how challenging this is living this close to this
0: park when you have your day off, right? Uh, yeah, it's not really that challenging. Tim, we, uh, we just go. We go a lot. <laughs> we go it's a lot. It's a two-hour drive from the house. So, so it's a day go, trip. We can go out for the day and come back that night. How much is a lot? Um, I don't know. We might have probably got 75 days in last year total wait wait, wait. <laughs> you at disney yeah i mean but you, we can go so much it's like you don't do this it's okay well we can come back or we you know i mean i i went in to epcot friday uh monday night just because there's a uh, festival of the arts going on and my wife saw some stuff she likes so i was like oh, i'll go in there i'll pick it up for her and you know so
1: it's like part of the community yeah it's
0: just kind of Cool. So, do you have like a season pass? We do. We have an annual pass. So, he's got a tattoo on the other side of his head. So, so I make sure to uh, take full advantage of the annual pass because, you know, the more you go, the cheaper it becomes. Uh, Every time you
1: go, that divided by rate gets so much better. (laughs) Exponentially better when you get into the double and triple digits, right?
0: Tim, we're not going to ask what that
1: costs because I don't want to know. Per person? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say for an annual pass to Disney as an adult, it's probably around two to three grand. No, uh,
0: fl- state resident. Okay, okay, hold uh, on, new level. Yeah, new level. State, state resident. resident. Well, we you know we also had it with the vacation club, so it was a little bit cheaper of a price. And then we got their not their unlimited pass. Their, there's some blackout dates with the one we have. It's, we just renewed. as like for the two of us it was seventeen hundred. Dude,
1: I'm telling you. you- that's not bad. If you're going seventy five times, I mean you're getting pennies on the dollar here. Like Mickey's mad at you some days when you show up. You
0: get from the Taylors again. Uh, they, they don't do fast passes anymore. They do the oh lightning lanes. I, I don't, don't know what that. I, we don't really use it. We go enough. If we don't want to go and wait on a line, I'm not going to wait on a line. I'll just. Are you doing a lot of rides now? Yeah, the older your, your yeah, older kids. Yeah, my son likes to do some rides. And I'll but just, did y'all do rides before the kids? Oh yeah, because my wife likes them. So oh, gotcha. okay, blaming her. All right, all right. Okay. What's favorite ride of Disney for you then? Uh, now I'm gonna go with this is newer, it's either gonna be the Rise of the Resistance or the new uh, um, the uh new Guardians of the Galaxy ride is really cool. Okay. Nice.
1: Jim, how many times have you been to Disney? Four or five. And uh last time I went was over Thanksgiving break and uh man never do that again tim was thanksgiving busy i was told it was the third busiest day of the year next to christmas and christmas new years and New year's probably probably i don't know if it was what it was that might have been the friday after thanksgiving but it was um you could barely move yeah that's not fun
0: I so yeah. don't care. Like I said, we, we go enough where it's, it doesn't matter what I miss. And Do you know the times to go and to not go? Hello, Mr. Nulip. Uh I think for the most part, my, my wife handles most I just She just says, hey, you're off this weekend. You want to go up on Saturday? I'm like, yeah, or Sunday, we'll just go up for the day and come okay. back.
1: All right, let's get back on track. So we left off at, <clears throat> can't remember the name of the third one that you were at on Long N- Island? N- Nissaquag. Nissa- Nissaquag. Nissaquag. And that's when you decided it was time to go, or you had an that's offer, when, uh, or you started looking? I
0: booking? applied to Tradition and at uh, Blackmore. They were both looking for an assistant.
1: Now, would Jay have been at Blackmore Jay, at the Jay time, so you, you would have dealt with Jay, not Bob? Yep. Okay, cool. Go ahead.
0: Um, so I applied there. I got an interview at both places. And I did it on like a Saturday. I did the. was in and out of Myrtle Beach in 36 hours, two interviews. Because this
1: and, is pre-Zoom, like you had to drive yeah. down and do this in so person. I flew down. Oh, so, okay, yeah.
0: gotcha. So it's a 12-hour, 12-hour drive. I was. I flew down. Okay. Um, and then about a month later, I think right after the right after the conference in 2013, uh, Clay called me up at Tradition and offered me a job there. Nice.
1: And that's. Clay DeBose, everyone, just in case you, you didn't know, for all of our listeners overseas. And Clay DeBose is now the regional director, is that correct? Southeast
0: regional
1: yeah, guy? director
0: of agronomy for gotcha. invited clubs, which is formerly known as Club Corp. Uh,
1: Okay, I was going to ask. So that's good information, because a lot of folks didn't know that that change went on either. Now... Does that mean that Clay has access to play any invited club property? I believe so. Were they aware of that when they promoted him? I, I don't think so. because okay. We all know he likes his golf because he has the checklist. I'm sure already printed with a little box next to each one of them with the life goal of playing all of them while employed there. I'm sure. I mean, he's got 28 courses under him. Okay. So you being one of Clay's two friends? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke, Clay. I'm just kidding. We can take shots at you now that you left. Um. You guys built a pretty good bond, right? Yeah. I mean, did that form like immediately come to work, like once
0: you uh, moved down? You know, it, it, it was a little bit different at first. Um, he didn't understand me very well. I didn't understand him very well. Just, you know, he's... hey, he, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, a Gamecock. Yeah, he's from Columbia. Correct. Up.
1: That's the armpit of the southeastern United States, for those of y'all who don't know much about America.
0: And then, and then you had me coming from New York, and he would say some things, and I'd be like, what? Yeah. And he'd say, I'd say a few things, he wouldn't understand me, so it took a while, but uh, I think really our working relationship kind of worked out better, you know, we started playing golf together, um, we'd try to go out on like a Wednesday afternoon, or something like that, at the course, and just kind of got to really know each other outside of the work environment, and uh, kind of worked out, and. He, he must saw something in me if he brought me along to Florida. Yeah, for sure. Oh, speak of the devil—we're up here talking about him, and here he is walking
1: by. <laughs> Clay Debose, everyone, welcome in, regional director of invited clubs. Clay, we had a question for the group as we're recording live here. Our question was: This is live, no kidding. It is. It's being recorded, so you can hear it later too. Because Tom's on, like we had you last year, right? The question was, was invited guests aware of your goal to play every one of the clubs in their portfolio when you got promoted? Oh, that was in the contract. Ah, that's Clay for you, folks. <laughs> Back in. All right, so what's your take on why you and Tom got along so well? Because you obviously weren't listening to his answers. You just went walking across. Ah, oh, boy. Truthful. That's a good question. Ah, uh, well, it's a good question. Um, Was communication a challenge at first with his accent and yours? No, not really. Um, <laughs> I didn't think so. I mean, he kind of, you know, he kind of bought into what what we had going on and management, and you know, he enjoyed the game of golf and the agronomic side of it, and um, it's just kind of one of those relationships that really worked out and still stands today yeah and we still have our friday and saturday afternoon standing take time we were getting to that we were just getting to that that's awesome well clay thanks for swinging by how's everything going in your world going good yep is this kind of like how it always goes for you tom you're having your moment in the sun and here comes clay walking by again <laughs> huh <laughs> i can't get away from him ah, it doesn't seem like it's too big of a problem we were just actually talking about you, no kidding. And, and I did Tom's, Tom's growth and progress, and how he got to the beach, and we were just on that point about the relationship that y'all had and how it's kind of followed and it's grown. It's kind of it's good to see. Not a lot of mentors take the time like you have with Mister Taylor. So kudos to both of you.
0: Good. Cool. All right. Thank you, Clay.
1: You didn't know that was coming, did you, Clay? <laughs>
0: So, Tom, going back to the stand and tee times, um, I've seen that you've been playing a lot of different places in Central and South Florida. What are some of your favorite courses you've had an opportunity to play down here? Other than Seminole. Yeah, that Sem- Seminole is probably, uh, like, top-notch. I Have was, you played it before you got down not, here? Uh, never have. You still haven't played it? I know I did. Okay, okay. We, uh, I had to uh, volunteer for the Stevens Cup they hosted this year. Had and to. I- I mean, it was, it was a good perk to volunteer for the tournament. You got to go play it that week. So yeah. So I said, absolutely. And actually, Clay and I, uh, we ended up playing 27 that day. We had to, we had to walk, but. It's okay. I, I, I almost did, kept on going and play 36 just because. Did you have to, to tote your own bag? Sure did. Did you tote or did you push cart? Uh, I I carried it. Did Clay push cart? Nope. Ah. He carried it as well.
1: I would have asked him with him standing there just for
0: the record. Um, you know, Seminole was great. I mean, that was probably. You know, it is great. I mean we've 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 gotten to play, you know, like Locks is a fantastic property. I mean there's just unbelievable amount of really good golf in South Florida that, you know, luckily we've been able to get out and play and the super a lot of super have been very welcoming at Gay Ashore. You know, summertime it's I don't want to say quiet, but quieter, and they'll they'll let you out. It's your off-season down here, right? For the most part. Now,
1: what GCSAA chapter would you be affiliated with? Uh, I'm affiliated with the Carolinas and the Florida. But Florida's got 13 more regional ones. Hello, Anthony. How are you, buddy? More regional ones, like Everglades and yeah, Miami Dade uh, and all those. Yeah, I'm the Treasure
0: Coast and the Treasure Palm Beach. Coast. Okay. So I got both. I'm Treasure Coast and the Palm Beach Superdent Association as well. For those of us who aren't from Florida, what is the Treasure Coast? Is that like a geographic area? Yeah, it's kind of like um, more like Vero Beach down to Stewart-ish, Stewart, Florida. Um, so it's south of like Melbourne and all that. Okay. And then, then the Palm Beach area is, you know, Palm Beach. I know.
1: You do realize that down here is like one of the only areas in the country where you can shoot an Osceola turkey. Are you aware of that? I, I was not. Okay. We need to get you into turkey hunting and a little more focused <laughs> on what goes on down in your geography now. But um, how often are you playing with clay? At least twice a week.
0: Um, well. It was twice a week for, for quite some time, but uh, we had a uh, baby girl in about six months ago. So you and Clay? No, my wife and oh. I. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so I've kind of. Wait, where was that?
1: <laughs> oh, we don't have it. I was supposed to be laughter. Sorry, the buttons don't work today. It's gonna um, be
0: on the recording. Something will. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, my, my so I kind of try to play once a week right now. Um, if I can play twice, I will, but you know, family takes a little bit. A little bit more priority. Plus, we're in season. It's hard to get out. So, it's easy for me to say, no, I can't play today. Until roughly Mother's Day? Yeah, about May. About May. The Mother's Day-ish? May to about November. gets starts picking up again. Gotcha. So, you have two children then? I do have two now. Okay. What's your daughter's name? Catherine. Catherine. Does
1: she have a nickname that you can use on air? Uh, We've been really good so far without any bleeps, so... yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six uh, months. She's still good. Yeah, she's so
0: cute and stuff. So she's all right. Yeah, and and young Thomas, my my son Thomas, he's six years old, and he plays a little golf now. He tries. Um, you know, I, I'll take him out to our practice facility whenever, or he'll go out on the golf course whenever he wants. And I don't push it on him. This he's he's into everything, but not into anything. Understood. It's just.
1: I don't think mine figured it out until they were ten and twelve and thirteen what they wanted to do because you just gotta let them try everything, right? Figure out their own. Jim, what's so gosh darn funny over here? Are you watching people walk by all day? I'm just taking it all in, Tim. Yep. It's a little busier around us than normal, isn't it? No, I just had somebody shoot me a sign. So, oh, (laughs) coded message, eh? Something like that. Was it directed at me? Probably. (laughs) No, it was at me. It was at me. All right, all right. So. You came down, you got hired at the Tradition Club. Yep. Okay. How long were you the assistant there? Uh, about four years.
0: Four years. And then you moved to a superintendent position? No, nope. I went to Myrtle Beach National for a little over a year. Which course? Uh, Kings North. Which is pretty much
1: one of the better ones down at the beach, yeah. from what I understand. I, yeah, I think on the property is the
0: higher end one on the property. Yeah, for sure. How long were you there? Yeah, a little over a year and a half. And then from then there, I went to tradition? Then I went to
1: Country Club South Carolina. That's when you went to CCSC? Yep. As the golf course superintendent? Correct. And you were there how long? Uh, almost two years. And that's where we watched on the Twitter machine where you did all the work by yourself every day, all day. Felt like it
0: sometimes Sure looked like it too Okay alright Just checking And then from there You went to work With Dan again At the went, River Club I went to River Club uh, With Dan Dan had uh, Dan's saber uh, Dan the
1: man Turkey slaying Deer
0: killing Sabre. That is correct. He uh, he had River Club in Litchfield. Um, Which not, is not Myrtle Beach for those no, listening. That is down in Hollys uh, Island, South Carolina. Which that is Which is correct. Myrtle Beach. Okay, cool, cool. He uh, he had an opening for an assistant. You know, we kind of kept it as a superintendent kind of position at River Club. He, uh, he had a new a green assistant over there in Litchfield, so he kind of spent more time there. And he's like, you know what you're doing, so I'm just going to leave you alone. You do what you need to do, so... Uh, I did that, and then um, for over a year, and that's when Clay called me up to check my interest on moving to sunny South Florida. How much farther south are you and the wife willing to go, Tom? I mean, pretty much. <laughs> now, I know my wife said we we're never moving further north of Myrtle Beach. So so you can't even go to Cherry Grove? No. <laughs> just the line. That's it. That's your Mason Dixon the line. Apparently, that's awesome. Now, what's your wife's name? Uh, Jessica. And y'all grew up together? Uh, we did not. She's uh, a little younger, about eight years or so. So, yeah. her uh, actually,
1: she, she was twelve when you met. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, her uh,
0: her mom kind of pushed us together. The ER nurse. The ER nurse. Yeah. Did you visit her often? Is I did that not. How she I did met? not. Her, okay. okay. Her, uh, my wife's father, my father-in-law, is uh, was uh, in the fire department with me in, on Long Island. Okay. Cool. Um, and I remember I, I, I was dating a girl for a long time, and we broke up. And I sort out my mother-in-law at something. And I said, "Hey, if you know any single nurses, let me know." And. Uh, a year or so later, all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, remember you said any single nurses?" I was like, "No, I don't remember saying that." But okay, yeah. she's like, "Well, I got somebody for you," and it wasn't a nurse; it was a, a, a soon-to-be school teacher. Okay, so she kind of... and so she was in school at the time. Yeah, she was. In, she was, I don't know, twenty-two. Yeah, college though. Yeah. I mean, okay, that's
1: awesome, man. So y'all been together how long now? Uh, we've been married for eight years. Wow. I'm just trying to piece it all together. I mean, so you weren't married when you moved
0: down? No. We were dating. She was at Coastal. She was at Coastal. We were dating. And like I said, it was, it was. A, I guess you call it a leap of faith. I said, well, let's see what
1: happens. But I mean, it worked out great. I mean, she was in school. You got a good gig.
0: I mean, turf degree can travel. Sure. You know, I, I, it's how I looked at it. I was like, well... There's so many good golf courses on Long Island. There's a lot of competition for all those jobs, and I'm not saying Myrtle Beach doesn't have the same thing. There's a lot in Myrtle Beach, but I was like, why not? Let's see what happens. Let's, well, let's learn how to grow some Bermuda grass.
1: There's 900 courses in Florida or there's, something? I mean, quite, there's as many in your state as we have in our two. There's quite a few in Florida. So there's opportunity. Yeah. And you got guys like Tony that are just building three more just for the hell of it, I guess, right?
0: I saw, he was the first person I saw this morning. You were the second, he was the first.
1: It's funny, I saw him this morning too. So I was like, small world. It's like Twitter reunion here all of a sudden. But um, what's, where? Where? What? We just kind of enjoying the Disney growing kids moment? Like I could hang out at the same golf course as long as Disney's here forever? Or what are we going mean, to do?
0: It's been fun. Uh, you know, I think it's it's kind of nice not having a plan. We're just kind of. Doing our thing, doing our job, you know, doing is my she job. Teaching? She is. she's a curriculum coach, but so she kind of teaches the teachers. So we're doing that, and she's doing she's doing her thing. And she gets summers off. She does. Well, technically no, but
1: she's a 11 month student. Uh, but I mean, that times out well for y'all. Then with this golfing
0: season, her being in education, I
1: mean, it makes for a good life. Oh, it, Georgia, no, it, it has
0: even in South Carolina, it was great. Because you know where we're where, yeah we're more gung-ho in the summer months to work, but it's the easiest time for me to take off in the summer because we don't have as many golfers. It's the same thing here. Just, you know, we, I, I've taken the same week off every year in July since we got married. What do y'all do? Uh, typically, we, we go to Disney for our anniversary. <laughs> Cause We got married in July. Hello, dumb question. <laughs> we got married in July and this year we're doing a uh, three and a four day cruise on the Disney cruise line. Have you done that yet? We did one, as a uh, with, without a kid, with with our son. He with was Thomas. like three. Okay. So y'all did it for yourselves. Yeah. Well, <laughs> n- Nana and Granddad did it for them, and we just you got <laughs> to go. <laughs> we just got to go. That, that's not bad, though. No, it's a good deal. So
1: you're going to go on which one? The, the princess new one. Oh, the, the new Wish one. Disney Wish, but not the Star Wars theme thing.
0: No, that is the one with the with that Star Wars room and all yeah.
1: So but it's not like the immersion thing that they did where it was like
0: No, that's like I think that's that hotel they have over okay, there. That's what it is. No, I've not no. I mean that thing was outrageous. I can't afford that.
1: Yeah, now that's next level. Like that's season passes for a decade for two
0: nights or something. Did y'all do Disney before you moved? Were yeah, you we big did. Disney fans? Yeah, we I mean, I think ever since I was dating her, we would uh I mean, we are dating, like, less than a year, and we went, so... I Always I, here, though? Never California? No, we haven't been to California. She wants to do... She's been to California, I haven't, so she wants to California, and then she wants to go out to Paris. Well, I thought that's where y'all went on your honeymoon. What?
1: To the one in Paris. No, no. I hope she listens to this, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting myself in trouble, and you as well. That's right. So, and then there's another one, too,
0: somewhere in Asia? There's Hong Kong, and shanghai there's actually two over there you think the height limits are different over there <laughs> i was just curious i don't know I mean, you know i mean structurally buildings are made different and everything I, I just didn't know well i mean i mean my, my six-year-old can ride most rides so i would i would assume they could, could be all right there too what do you say young man all right <laughs> um what do you have left this week the rest of the week i'm, uh, I'm gonna, gonna do? i'm gonna go to the carolinas night tonight okay uh, we love it, which uh, and then i 'll walk across the street to the Florida night it 's right across the street, and we do that for y'all being, being you know being a member of both associations, I figure oh, you know. yeah, no that 's great, and I assume your club supports continuing education yeah, I mean they
1: you know, a PGA they, facility, I guess they get it
0: they, they, you know they pay for the full trade show for me, so I did three classes the last two days and uh, doing this and yeah, they they're they're definitely you know want professional development and all that stuff. You know. Is CGCS in your future? I sat through that class with uh, Kevin Sunderman on Monday, so maybe. So that is a goal. That is a professional goal of mine to. Well, good. It's the next logical step.
1: Is there any letters that your wife can achieve so you can each have cool I, business I mean, cards? She can get a PhD. Well, you can get a PhD. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> okay. With enough money, you can buy anything, Tom. <laughs> so you, you didn't do good in school? No, I did good. I did all right. I passed. Okay. So here's my question, the hard question. What made you listen to Pulling Weeds when you first started listening?
0: Um, well, I mean, you guys promoted it all. Um, and then I got to hear your lovely voice twice a month. <laughs> I was like, I have to. I have to listen to it. Smoocher. Smoocher. But so, you uh, were one of the first, like,
1: regular, resounding, I, I think, commenting fans that we have. I haven't missed an episode yet. I think, like, you're, like, one of our biggest promoters early on.
0: I love it. That's it's good. You know, I, I've always liked the you know, the story of what you guys tell of the members and all that, I thought it was great. And then when you added in the, you know, the off-course part of it, I thought that was great, too. I mean, it's... it's it's cool to get it, get the guys kind of spotlighted out there and do all that well and it's a good chance for people to
1: hear more about the individuals i mean we go and we meet and we shake hands and we say hey and everybody gets to know everybody you feel like family but you don't always know that much about the individual and so it gives somebody a chance plus i mean you want to talk turf with me we can but i don't think anybody want to listen so what kind of grass did you have on those courses?
0: Was it all bent before you came down here? Uh, yeah, they're all mostly, actually really mostly poa and some bent in there. Sort of, you know, Atlantic so, was probably the closest thing to be pure bent grass. Um, but then the other courses were older, so they got a lot of a lot of poa in there and all that. So you just kind of manage the poa versus the bent grass, really. But they keep it on purpose, right? I mean, it, similar to California. It's really hard to get rid of it, so you might as well just learn to manage it. Gotcha. Hey, Tom. Sorry.
1: Just trying to keep sponsors connected as we go through this. That was a different time, y'all. Hava! Hey, girl. You did great today. So, a little plug for our legislative uh, liaison to D.C. for GCSAA. Oh, and Michael's there, too. I
0: need another jersey. <laughs>
1: One, oh, Done. Yes. We didn't bring any today because we had to fly travel light, but... Um, We'll bring you some, for sure. You the man. So, Michael Lee and Hava McKeel are the reasons that GCSAA and golf has a voice in Washington, D.C. So, for anybody listening right now, they deserve a big hug and a round of applause. Chuck, go hug Hava for us, please. Chuck's our official hugger this year as the president of the Carolinas. And I do have to apologize to y'all. This, I told y'all at the beginning this was going to sound a little ADHD all over the place, but... um. We're staring out and looking at a trade show floor, so that's all that background noise. Is, is this 6 to 10 to, I don't know how many thousand people are in here today? There's a lot going on, Tim. Jim on tune, everybody. <laughs> Jim's on the episode. <laughs> I am here. I am here. I'm taking it all in, Tim. Our co-host with the mostest, who is not from Myrtle Beach. Tom, what have we forgot? I, I have still have a couple that are hidden that I'm getting to, so...
0: I don't I, I don't think we really forgot much
1: okay so as a superintendent what was the first piece of equipment that you made the decision to purchase on your own
0: um, when I was at country Club South Carolina we did a a lease package with John Deere. So it was you know, the whole Greens mowers, fairway mowers, carts at the whole nine. We just they, they were desperately really needed.
1: Dude, that was like so back in the day, four or five years ago. You were able to get it right away too. Yeah, you didn't have to wait on it, That's you know. Awesome. It was like order Tuesday show up Friday, right? Just about. Yeah, they were just sitting there in Fuquay waiting, you they're, know. They were just waiting on people to sign paperwork Exactly. <laughs> at that point. Exactly. Already had that other stuff sold too. Um okay. What's some advice if you were to go back before you made that first trip to Disney and you're thinking about getting in the business? What would you tell yourself? Uh, other than find a good clay to bows.
0: Uh just you know, uh, easiest way to say it's just kinda of follow your heart and kind of if if you think it's right, go for it. Just don't look back. Don't look back. Work hard, network. The obvious things. What else you have to accomplish this week, man? Uh, you know, I actually, I you know, I, I really wanted to come here and I wanted to see as many people from the Carolinas that I haven't seen in, I mean, hell, I haven't, I haven't, see, there we go. It's no, okay. I haven't left. You're four deep, beers deep. Nobody saw them. <laughs> I haven't left the state of Florida in two years, so. Um, really? Yeah, I just haven't had really a chance and I haven't really had much desire to. I mean, we're going up to New York in, in August and so we're going to try to venture a little bit more, but. Uh, I just wanted to see some of the guys I haven't seen in. A it's long like your time. network, right? Yeah,
1: the Carolinas. I mean, because
0: you moved as an adult, so yeah. like you started over really. And- yeah, so they're all you know. I just, I just really, you know, you know, at some point I'll run into. I know. I know Dan's here. So I'm gonna to want to see Dan say. Yeah, I've seen
1: a number of guys walk by um, that I know you knew.
0: I mean, I think the first person I saw Monday morning to get my my tag was uh, Max Morgan. Nice. That's awesome. I, like I couldn't.
1: I first. That's the first person I saw. And I was What's like, What's he doing here that early? They get the badges so they can come back <laughs> later after
0: golfing. I don't know. I was just like, Man, I'm like I can, I'm like I haven't worked for you in two years. You're the first person I see. And, he, and you're late, Tom. Is that what he said? That would have <laughs> been awesome.
1: Max is another good one we need to have on at some point in time. Um, but no,
0: I just want to, you know, I think for me, it was just kind of like get to see the people I haven't seen in in so long and, and just kind of say hi. How'd the family get through COVID? Okay. Yeah, we did good. Um... You know, I don't I don't think any of any of us got sick. Um, well, y'all
1: lived in a state where there weren't any rules. There weren't any masks. I mean, nothing happened no, by time in Florida.
0: I think by the time we moved to Florida, yeah, the mask mandates and all that was gone. Um, so, no, everybody's been good. and Yeah, it's just, you know, my parents were good up in New York. My sister's still in New York. They're doing fine. And so, you know. Well, I'll give a plug because Tom's one of those guys
1: that always stood out to me um, You know, just comes up, introduces himself on probably more than one occasion, because I'm really good at remembering names, as we've all learned. But, um, you know, he's a hell of a golfer. He likes, you know, to get out and and to play, but was very supportive of the association, you know, and seemed engaged and wanted to better their career. And it's like every time I meet a member in the industry that's kind of fulfilling that line, it's like we're coming full circle here, you know, like – one of our biggest supporters, here we are, you know, and a couple years later, we're on stage, you're a superintendent, and we're recording a podcast. Uh, There will be no selfies during this podcast, and if you take your shirt off ever for another selfie, I might ask Twitter to shadow ban you. Shadow ban Pat Jones. No shirt Jones. No shirt Jones. No, no, no more selfies without your shirt on, Pat. Sorry. Anyhow, um...
0: Tom, do you know Pat Jones? I have, yeah. I've met him a bunch of the Carolinas.
1: Exactly. Well said. That was a great plug. What's your favorite regional turfgrass conference? Uh, General Lee.
0: One second. (laughs) My favorite regional turfgrass conference would be the uh, Carolinas Conference and Show, which is uh, this year, November 13th through the 15th. What's your favorite podcast in turf? Uh, Pulling weeds, of course. What's
1: your favorite. Golf course in Florida.
0: My favorite golf course in Florida. Uh My own. Good call. I'm gonna say my own. Good call. Good call. In New York. Um. Probably I. I I think Atlantic was probably my favorite. I I love that property. That's a major Rich Jones design. It was just it, it was perfection going out there. So for someone who's
1: only driven through New York and they were given the opportunity to play one round of golf at one course in the state of New York, where would you tell them they had to go? Wow, that's uh Would it be on Long Island? Yeah, I would. I mean, you can go to This other... is your recommendation. I don't care I don't what anybody know. else says. Um, like, Tom's going to tell Tim he needs to go play blank. I would go
0: with National Golf Links in America. Okay. Yeah. Great choice. Yeah. Hey, right. uh, hey, uh, like I said, you know, you just got like there and then you got Shinnecock right next door. I mean, you know, I'll it, sneak on to the other
1: ones yeah. if I only get my one day. Yeah, That's absolutely. why you're putting me there. Help! I love it. I love
0: it. I mean, you got right right next to there, you got four really fantastic golf courses, so you might as well just. Like, I'm trying to figure out what else is on Long
1: Island. Like, I hear about this place, but all I hear about is golf. There's golf? Is that where the Hamptons And is? wine. And wine. Wine trees or just consuming wine? A lot wine? of vineyards. Like, they grow yeah. Grapes? Hmm. On the golf courses? (laughs) Just outside of them. How big is this island, dude? It is... I mean, y'all got farms and golf courses and stuff? This ain't like
0: Daltall, where we got 36 holes. It's a very large island. Bigger than Hilton Head? Yes. Like a lot? A lot. (laughs) There's there's more people living there, too. Is it bigger than Rhode Island? It is. More populous, too. Well,
1: I figured that. I mean, that Long Island's got more people than... West of the Mississippi, from what I understand. <laughs> <It's big. laughs> okay, what else haven't we covered today, Tom? But, uh, You've listened to every episode. Have we forgotten anything? Well, I know you. Saw, you you're not asking the uh, first car. We can volunteer it. I mean, that was that you're was, regular... was Allen's question. So well, I don't see Alan. He's got his own podcast. He's uh, floating around here somewhere. I did. I saw him earlier. But um, that was that was Big Al's question. Bill Maynard, what's up, bud? That he ran with, and so um. Yeah, Tim's, Tim's, Tim's Jim's face, when I pulled the question <laughs> out of midair on the first episode, his reaction, I just continued to go with it with the, new, the first piece of equipment as a superintendent. It's just Tim's little twist on the question.
0: I like it. Yeah, so it's... Okay, what's the first automobile you ever wrecked? Uh, sure. that was like a 96 Mazda Protégé. It was my dad's car, too. That wasn't the first one you ever drove, though? No, no. Okay. Go with it. What was it? Uh, First car I owned was like an 88 GMC Jimmy. Two-door.
1: I was going to... Was it the four-door? Okay, it's a two-door.
0: Nice. The smaller one, you know.
1: So, like, you could fit a notebook behind the back seat in the window? (laughs)
0: Like, you can't move the seat back anymore or any of those. Yeah, it was pretty small, but it it was a good car. Blue? It was Blue. There you go.
1: You picking it up, Jimmy? I got it. It's mind-reading. Oh, you didn't watch these movies the last couple nights. No, I've I've missed movie night. Yeah, Yeah. we've had movie night, Tom, at GIS the last couple nights. How old are we? (laughs) Old. When we have six board members at a function last night, and it's 7.30, and we're fighting on who's leaving first. That
0: was a calculated decision, Tim, if I remember
1: right. Well, when you have a president who requires an entourage when he travels, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, the hospitality tour was over. It was a two-vehicle toad-around Chuck night. <laughs> right. You're right. It I is mean, the year of Charles. I will say, he did bring me a drink. So He did bring you a drink with a koozie, the greatest of all turf. So With the year on it. All right, Tom. I think we've taken up a lot of time. Jim, what have we forgotten?
0: We I don't have, think anything. Um... Tom, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You know, I I sent Tim a text saying it was great hearing his voice again. Next thing I know, I say, hey, are you going to be at the trade show? And I got something for you, and here I am. Well, it was going to be a
1: spur-of-the-moment guest, but Jim's a lot like Alan and likes to know every detail down to the minute before we get here. I mean, it would have been nice to surprise him. (laughs) Exactly. It would have been really cool, but he needed to know, and so... I was like, you know, there's one guy who supported us from day one that has always stood out, not only because of who he is in the profession, but because of who he is as a as a gentleman and just a good man and, and just one of those good guys that, that's in the business. And,
0: and I, that still was you, have, I still have my Carolinas championship trophy in my office. So I have to let everybody know. I let everybody see it. That's awesome, man. We could have just had you on the Verlina Cup, what, Once. You did once, yeah. Once? Once. Did once. you only win the Carolinas championship once, Tom, or was I it won twice? It, I won it in 2015, and then I won the Palmetto's that same year, That's or that right. next summer. So you held both trophies at, at one, one time. time. yeah. Those are Myrtle Beach trophies, are they? That would be correct, That would be the Palmetto Golf Course Super
1: Tennis Association. Which is a phenomenal local association based in the Carolinas, if anybody's asking. Yes, it is. Okay, so hopefully y'all can hear this episode. We've had fun doing it. Um, I noticed the noises died down over the last hour. I'm wondering if it's getting closer to reception time. But with that, Tom, thanks more so for your friendship, but for your time today as well. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it, man. Have a blessed day. Wait. Oh, yeah. He knows. He's that guy. Hey, everyone. It's that time of year again, time to get your course's donation in for Rounds for Research. Last year was our best year ever, raising over $75,000, and we're aiming to do even better this year. The money raised supports research projects at NC State and Clemson, we have funded over $565,000 of research since 2009. So go to roundsforresearch.com and donate a round today. Don't delay. The auction starts April 24th.